Hello, and welcome to The B-Spot, a place to talk about life that's almost therapy, but not quite therapy. Again, not quite therapy. So if you are experiencing a serious mental health or substance abuse issue, please seek individual therapy from a licensed therapist. Now, my name is Brian Heller, and over the past 18 years as a licensed therapist, I've noticed that issues like depression and anxiety and addiction uh, trouble with relationships, parenting challenges, teens, screens, and many other symptoms of being human come up for us all in a variety of ways. So come rejoice in being human. I won't pretend to have all the answers, but I do understand some things and I feel compelled to share them with you. The B-Spot is also a place for you to bring your issues to be discussed. A counseling perspective when you don't have time or money to see a counselor. So come join me at the B-Spot and let's talk about it. Hello and welcome back to the B-Spot, the place that gives you almost therapy but not quite therapy. Today I want to spend some time talking with you about the experience of being a teen in today's world. Now you may be thinking, weren't you just talking about something called an Intellivision in your last session? What do you know about this old man? Well, over the years, I've sat with a lot of kids and teens, and I've learned a lot about the stresses that our kids face these days. I also have two kids of my own, and I get to experience those challenges through their descriptions of what life is like as well. And given that I've spent a lot of my career working with kids of all ages, I've also spent a lot of time reading and learning about current challenges that our kids are facing. Over the years, I've met with many families, and by the time they make it to a session with a counselor, usually they're dealing with some degree of brokenness or systemic dysfunction that's causing stress for one or more family member. I spend time learning the history of the family, when the dysfunction was first noticed, when it became unbearable, and what has been tried to, to address it. Most often, parents bring their kids to me with the hopes that I will fix their dysfunctional outlook or behavior. They'll say, my child is addicted to screens, fix it. My child is disrespectful, fix it. My child is anxious, depressed, addicted to some other drug or unhealthy activity, fix it. But what I hear when those requests are being made is... Our system is dysfunctional and needs to change. We are a broken system and we are hurting. One of the best ways to work towards systemic change is to involve as many members of the system as possible. So almost any plan to help a kid will involve the parents learning how to be more functional in that their actions are most likely to lead to the outcomes that they want. Another important part of systemic change is to work to understand the experiences and emotions of the dysfunction. And that takes me back to the purpose and goal of this session. I want to talk to you about what I have learned through my years of working with children, adolescents, and their families. I also want to remind you that you can participate in this podcast you can email me at behellercounseling at gmail.com and talk to me about anything that is going on, any comments, questions, concerns, 
issues that you're dealing with that you would like maybe some help processing. So what do you think it's like to be a teen in this world? This world that is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, connected to all the information all the time. All the suffering, the struggling, the contradicting, the hating, and all the negativity everywhere. And on the other side, all of the success, the generational wealth, the lavish lifestyles, exotic toys and pleasures and sports cars and all the other fantastical luxuries that most of us aren't really going to get to experience in life. What do you think it's like to have all that information in your pocket all the time? How would it make you rate your existence? How does it make you rate your existence? As a kid, could you be happy? Would you be satisfied with a modest life without the flashy toys? News used to be something that wasn't for kids. And now it crosses their social media page every minute, either by fact or opinion. And the line between fact and opinion can be really hard to see. So kids, like adults, are easily influenced by what they see and hear from people or sources that they regard as good or trustworthy or sane, part of my in-group. But unlike adults, kids don't have the strong reasoning skills to discern fact from fiction, opinion from news. And once they type that search into Google or whatever search engine they are using, they are profiled and fed the opinions and beliefs of others. The search engine companies have gotten really good at collecting data and selling that data to the highest bidder. Wait a sec. Actually, that's not true. They sell it to all the bidders. And those bidders sell it to people and companies that want to influence your kids. They are the product. The ability to influence others, our children, is available for purchase in ways that we've never seen before. Remember that cell phone you got your kids so they can text you when they need a ride home? Well, now it's the handcuff and chain that binds them to connectedness, anxiety, disillusionment, and other emotional pain. Connected all the time. Imagine, imagine having to relive that horrible moment over and over again because someone posted the video. Imagine the class bully being able to attack you on your phone and through your friends. When I was a kid, if I had a bad day at school or experienced some other emotional hardship, I was able to find solace at home. I didn't have to worry about social media posts or group chats or other types of cyberbullying that kids now have to worry about. They can't escape it. It's always right there in their pocket. So it really is not surprising that a national state of emergency was declared in October of 21 due to the soaring rates of mental health challenges among children, adolescents, and their families due to the impact of COVID. 
To be clear, the COVID pandemic didn't cause the national state of emergency for children and adolescents. It just caused it to be declared. Interestingly, it operated kind of like COVID acts in the body. COVID often causes other previously unknown or unidentified conditions to become exacerbated to the point that they must be addressed. And that's what COVID did to the issue of the emotional well-being of our children. Being a kid is really hard. Being a kid in this world must feel insane sometimes. How do you talk to your kids about the bad ways that grown-ups are behaving? How do you talk about the hard things? How do you talk about those things that make you feel uncomfortable? Because the days of kids being sheltered from the ugly underbelly of life, those days are gone. They're getting their information from those magic boxes all the time. They're getting it from those who say and do the craziest things to get the most views, the most followers. I don't know about you, but I'd rather be the one influencing my kid. So where's the line between depressing the joy out of our kids with the truth? Because let's be real, the truth right now is depressing. Where's the balance between doing that and being able to influence them before they are virtually brainwashed by some YouTube or social media star with more charisma than sense or actual facts? We have to have the hard conversations with our kids. We have to control our own emotional responses to whatever opinions they've already formed. We have to help them find the facts so they will be spreaders of truth not speculation, imagination, and lies driven by the goals of others. Remember, your kids are the product, and there are lots of people spending lots of time and money to own them, to own their perspectives, their minds. Don't let them. Ask your kids what they think about the big stuff. Explain both sides of each issue. Help your child see that opinions form out of experiences, and those experiences are valid, even if they completely disagree with the opinions. Once we respect the experiences, we can respect the human and the need for hate disappears. It becomes about finding solutions, not enemies, not picking sides. We learn how to change their opinions and ours, or... We distance ourselves from those who are too far gone. Teach your kids about fake news and how it rarely holds up under investigation. Teach them how to do their own research and to never take the word of any one person on a screen as fact until you can verify it and show them how. Teach them how to set boundaries with others. Teach them how to identify toxic relationships and what to do if they find themselves in one. Teach them about escapes. Talk to them about drugs, including alcohol. Tell them why people use drugs. And also, why they eventually come to the conclusion that they have to stop. Be honest with them. Because they have all the information with or without you. There is no more protection for them. No more shielding them from the information like our people have done for generations. Talk to your kids about pornography. 
Yes, pornography. I know it's really awkward. But if you don't talk to them about it, somebody else is going to. And they may just grow up thinking that that reflects real relationships, that that reflects how people really behave in this world. Talk to them about healthy ways to explore relationships with healthy boundaries, healthy expectations. Talk to your kid about politics and race and the environment. Talk to them about police brutality and systemic dysfunction. They are being inundated with persuasion attempts so much of the time they are plugged in. If you haven't been competing with that, you better start. Educate them and please, if necessary, educate yourself. As the adults, we must influence based on facts and reason rather than emotion or what our parents may have told us or our grandparents may have told us. Little comments here and there, nothing overt. Or maybe it was. Either way, if you're going to talk to anyone, especially your, your children, about any issue, make sure you have the facts and that your point of view lines up with your values. And also accept the fact that your child might not have the same point of view. They are not defined in our image. Children are whole human beings that come to conclusions based on their experiences as well. And that's why it becomes really important for us to talk to them about those experiences so that we can help them process them in ways that give them the best shot at a happy, joyful, loving, kind, accepting life. And also accept the fact that you may not be right. You can't be right on all things all the time. Neither can I. You may just end up learning from your kids as you are on this journey to find facts. Even more important than talking to your kids about all this stuff, love them. Love your kids no matter what. Empathize with them. Be open with them. Be honest with them and try to remember what things were like before you had your wonderful adult brain. Take a good hard look at how you were raised and rather than just repeating the patterns because that's what my parents did, be open to evolving into a better raiser of humans than most of our parents ever had the opportunity to do. Spend time with your kids. Listen to the things that they are worried about and help them to develop a deeper understanding of those things, the reality of those things. Then if it's something that they can take action on, help them take action. Help them alleviate that anxious energy that is created when we are aware of something that needs to be done. But don't gaslight your children by trying to make them believe that something that is really an issue isn't an issue. If your child comes to you and says, I'm concerned because of the news, the information that I've found about the state of our environment, the state of our planet, I'm worried. Don't say, well, there's nothing to worry about. Sit down and look at the facts with them. Find out if there's something to worry about. And if there's action that your child can take to alleviate that worry, 
Now, your child may not be able to go out and save the world, but maybe they can write a letter to uh, an elected official. Maybe they can organize cleanups. Maybe they can do other things to at least make a positive impact on the environment and to feel like they are doing something about the thing that is creating the anxiety for them. If it's politics, if your child is deeply concerned about the divided nature of our country right now, research with them about why it's divided. Understand both sides, the concerns of both sides, the experiences of both sides. And then sit with your child and talk about what makes the most sense based on your values, what you believe about human rights, what you believe about taxes. Sit down and have those conversations with your kids. Because again, if you don't, somebody else will. Kids have lots of questions. Understandably so. Lots of things don't make sense. It doesn't make sense that grown-ups can't sit down and agree on the best way to handle things and get things done in a way that is best for the people. It doesn't make sense if doing a certain thing has been clearly identified as bad for the environment and that thing continues to happen and that thing is defended. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that it's legal to use marijuana in Virginia, but not in North Carolina. So if they drive across that border, suddenly this thing is okay. But if they come back here, this thing can get them in big trouble. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that grown-ups can't agree. Be the one to help make sense of the world for your kids. Or at least to validate for them that there are things in the world that don't make sense. And maybe through those conversations, through that empathic response to your child, you ignite some passion that helps your child move forward into the world and work towards solutions, make things better. Parenting a teenager can be really challenging. When kids are younger, it's easier to keep them within the lines or to excuse the times when they step outside the lines because generally the risk isn't nearly as great as it is when your teen steps outside the lines. But once your child becomes an adolescent or becomes a teenager, there is only so much control that you can have. I like to think of it like those bumpers at the bowling alley. They don't get you strikes, but they keep you out of the gutter. And as a parent, especially a parent of a teen, that's my job. My job is to be the bumper that keeps you out of the gutter, but to accept the fact that you may bounce all around inside that lane and you may still miss the pins, but your decisions are your decisions. My role, once you're a teenager, is to just be the bumpers. My hope would be that through our relationship that's built up over the years and the amount of influence I've been able to have over the years, that you will make good decisions. But once you're a teen, I really, I can't lock you in a closet. If you're going to make bad decisions, you're going to experience bad consequences and I'll still be there to support you. 
but that is your mistake to make. My job is to do my best to keep you out of the gutter. And I think that's what we all want for our kids is to keep them out of those really negative situations. And we have to remind ourselves how hard it is to be a kid in this world and how it is likely very different from what it was like for us to be kids. Think about the amount of stress that your child is carrying and give them the emotional space to share that stress with you without your reaction being driven by emotion. Let your reaction be driven by reasoning and rational thought. Take a lot of deep breaths and have those difficult conversations with your children so that they feel validated and understood and informed and they have some direction about what they want to do with their energy around this idea or around the topic that they're stressed on. Be the bumpers and also be the unconditional support, the unconditional love, the biggest fan. Be that for your kids and keep that space open for them to be able to come to you with the genuinely stressful things that they are experiencing in this world. Research with them, validate them, action plan with them, and enjoy the deeper bond it creates between you and your children. It is hard to be a kid, and that's the message of today. This has been my 20-minute teen talk, and there's a lot more to talk about with the challenges of both being a teen and parenting a teen, but this is a start, and I hope it's been helpful. Thank you for joining me for another session of Almost Therapy at the B-Spot, and until our next session, which I don't know what the topic is going to be, it will be a mystery. This one just kind of came up, and we'll see what comes up next. So tune in to find out. Until the next session, be well.